0: Welcome to the Dr. Journal Club podcast, the show that goes under the hood of evidence-based integrative medicine. We review recent research articles, interview evidence-based medicine thought leaders, and discuss the challenges and opportunities of integrating evidence-based and integrative medicine. Continue your learning after the show at www.doctorjournalclub.com.
1: Please bear in mind that this is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Talk to your doctor before making any medical decisions, changes, etc. Everything we're talking about, that's to teach you guys stuff and have fun. We are not your doctors. Also, we would love to answer your specific questions. On DrJournalClub.com, you can post questions and comments for specific videos. But go ahead and email us directly at Josh at drjournalclub.com. That's josh at drjournalclub.com. Send us your listener questions and we will discuss it on our pod. Hello and welcome to another super speedy summary. This is your host, Dr. Joshua Goldenberg. Today we're going to talk about what works for osteoporosis. This was a very recent uh, systematic review and network meta-analysis in my favorite journal, the BMJ. Dr. Adam Sadowski goes into detailed review of the study in the basic level and in-depth level version of this study, but today we're going to just cover the highlights here. So osteoporosis is common. Unfortunately, fractures are extremely concerning to patients and their families. Uh, people who are newly diagnosed are often terrified about, you know, are they going to uh, break their backs? Are they going to be able to pick up their grandchildren, et cetera, et cetera. Things that have just takes over the, the psyche of those uh, newly diagnosed, and it can it's be quite concerning for patients and their families. And alongside these concerns, the number of medications for osteoporosis has expanded recently, and randomized controlled trials have proliferated. Now, when you have multiple randomized control trials that use you know, some use placebos, some use active comparators, etc. cetera. It becomes really clear if you stack them against each other, which ones are the best. And that's really where network meta-analyses thrive. So the question is, you know, what are the most effective and safe osteoporosis medications to prevent fractures, which is the most clinically important outcome in those with osteoporosis? So like I said, this was a network meta-analysis. They had 69 randomized controlled trials, over 80,000 patients And these were all in postmenopausal women. And they took any study that used any type of OP osteoporosis medication in any comparator, including placebo. And the beautiful thing about network meta-analyses is it can kind of create this network and tell you, well, if this intervention would have been studied against that intervention, what 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 is the overall effect? And they're able to say that through these shared comparators. And if you want to learn more about that, we've got a bunch of videos on this in Doctor Journal Club. And they were looking primarily at all uh, fractures, clinical fractures, as well as uh, secondary outcomes, including specific fractures such as vertebral fractures, as well as harm outcomes. So what did they find? So for clinical fractures, they basically found that the bisphosphonate, so everything kind of worked. It was all more effective uh, when compared to placebo. But the PTH agonists were going to be the most effective there. As far as vertebral fractures, which is what most people are very concerned about. Again, all were effective compared to placebo, but the bisphosphonates performed uh, less or least well, I guess, compared to the other intervention classes, and no harm outcomes were seen. So if you'd like to see more detail on this study, go ahead and watch the basic and in-depth level versions done by the amazing Dr. Adam Sadowski. See you next time. If you enjoy this podcast, chances are that one of your colleagues and friends probably would as well. Please do us a favor and let them know about the podcast. And if you have a little bit of extra time, even just a few seconds, if you could rate us and review us on Apple Podcast or any other distributor, it would be greatly appreciated. It would mean a lot to us and help get the word out to other people that would really enjoy our content. Thank you. Hey y'all, this is Josh. You know, we talked about some really interesting stuff today. I think one of the things we're gonna do that's relevant, there is a course we have on Dr. Journal Club called the EBM Bootcamp that's really meant for clinicians to sort of help them understand how to critically evaluate the literature, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Some of the things that we've been talking about today. Go ahead and check out the show notes link. We're gonna link to it directly. I think it might be of interest. Don't forget to follow us on social and interact with us on social media. At Dr. Journal Club, DR Journal Club on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on LinkedIn, et cetera, et cetera. So please reach out to us. We always love to talk to our fans and our listeners. If you have any specific questions you'd like to ask us about research, evidence, being a clinician, et cetera, don't hesitate to ask. And then, of course, if you have any topics that you'd like us to cover on the pod, please let us know as well.
0: Thank you for listening to the Dr. Journal Club podcast the show that goes under the hood of evidence-based integrative medicine. We review recent research articles, interview evidence-based medicine thought leaders, and discuss the challenges and opportunities of integrating evidence-based and integrative medicine. Be sure to visit www.doctorjournalclub.com to learn more.